a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Baran, and I love Signed, Sealed, Delivered. Hey, it's Panda, and I like Signed, Sealed, Delivered. I'm Dan, and I despise Signed, Sealed, Delivered, and this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Friday. Oh, yeah. Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sansu. Deliver. Sansu. Deliver. Oh, yeah. Just an uplifting episode of television. Every week. To talk about you with can your count on it. <laughs> when when he walks. Are you kidding me? No, no. Are you kidding me? No. That's what I'm talking about, man. That was yeah. good. Same that was good. Time. Can't yeah. believe it. We've been waiting all this time. That was good. All right, we do hate our jobs. We can shut it down. Dude, how tough was it seeing that? I haven't talked to you about this, Dan, so this is airing some dirty laundry. But oh, boy. How hard was it to read that news about um, early edition finally getting the reboot? Yeah, oh, that's that was stung. Tough. That's tough. That's stung. We've just been sitting. We've been sitting with yeah. that for a while now. Yeah, Chris was right. We should have done something. <sighs> yeah, we should have done something, mm. Chris. Mm. Exactly. What are you going to do? That's us. Oh, sorry. Let's try to power through and have a good episode, though. Can well, we do that? we'll see. We'll what are you see. doing over here? You clearing off tabs? You looking up? What are you doing? <laughs> well, no, I was. Can getting you just ready be with us and be present? No, you no, can't. I can't. Man. I need to clear my tabs. It's the least that we ask, it's a, really. It's, a it's just be here and be present. I, it, clearing the tabs. It's the deck the homework motto. Uh, is it really? No, no, it's not. I had to clear the tabs. All tabs have been cleared. Thank goodness. We all tabs have been, been cleared. cleared. Sound yeah. horn. <laughs> tab. Wait, is that the horn? We got to get a better horn. Yeah, we got to get a, a better horn. Yeah. It just kind of coughs out tab like an old man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Very exciting episode today. Right. If you were with us uh, just a few weeks ago, Panda, you were not, uh, when we interviewed uh, the one, the only Kristen Booth, right. Shane, here on this program, we talked about things that when she's in America... She misses in Canada and mm. then vice versa. And uh, what she mentioned oh, was wow. yeah. was ketchup chips. Nope. I'm just telling you right now. And she said to us, we, Dan and I were talking about it. We never had them. She said we, uh, she would send us some. And she went above and beyond. She did. She sent us a bunch. A bunch Christian of booth. very, this is how confident she was that we would like ketchup chips. What? Big bags, multiple of them, sending mail from Canada to America. I got to be honest, though. She may not have heard it. I've had these. Okay. I, I've had these as well. And I love them. They They're delicious. They are amazing. Yes, they you are. You don't like them, I'll take them home. They'll be eaten. They're great. I'm going to try one here just to make sure I still like them, obviously. What? But, when did you have them? I went to Canada on a, a, a youth trip in 2002 and found, and Lay's is the best brand, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, I'm going to take one out. They're a little purple. Wow, they right? are a shade. This, oh, you're not even going to, what are you even doing? It do? is unbelievable. Be here, be present. How you bad you are at Let's God, Eat. It's just terrible. I'm just going to eat. I already have four pieces of preserve. I need to chip now. I can't wait for all of us to do it together. All right. Uh, let's you ready? See. It smells of ketchup. It does. All you right. ready? Let, let's, let's eat. Let's eat. Man. Mom, those are good. It's everything I want it to be. 
that's the stuff right there. Man. Yeah. What a jam. I don't know. I can't believe you're not, you don't hate them. No, I do not hate them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know (laughs) how many times I would want to. Really? (laughs) Dude, I'll take them all home. You don't have to worry about that. No, no, no. You want splitsies? I would. Yeah, we got like four bags. I'll give you two. Mm. Yeah, I don't hate them. I, I think I need to spend some. Guys, I'm not. That's one of those things where I'm going to drink some water. If not, I'll eat the whole bag. Those are real good. That's a can't eat just one situation. Yeah. If mm. I would not take that bet. Mm-mm. No, it'd be a tough bet. But you can't eat just one. Mm. I can't. I, I will no, not, not bet. Not on your life. Maybe on your life. <laughs> on your life. If, it was, if your life hung in the balance, I would try to eat just one. Gun to head. Can't do it. I'm sorry. I got to <laughs> have a second chip. I'm Dan, sorry. no. Pan, I'm sorry. No. I have a second chip. I can't no. go. Gunshot. Gunshot. <laughs> Thank you to a doctor. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to Kristen. So nice. Yeah. So nice. Um, Booth, God bless you. And um, are those her Etsy boxes? I don't know. She it, has it an, Etsy. an Etsy. Oh, she does? She has. I feel like I saw it. Like yeah. she uh, paints. Well, something. there you have it. They came so in an Etsy. You should buy some paintings. Put them in the studio. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be fun. I don't hate that. Kristen, if you're listening, what would it take for us? What's it called? A commission? To commission you. To paint us, paint us. Ooh, man, I'm in for this. There's something special there. But do and it, I, the, just do it in the style of uh, Van Gogh. And just to, I, I don't want to swirls and stuff. I don't want to say you know you have to, but right over Dan's shoulder is a uh, ornament that has been woodworked by. Luke McFarlane. Luke McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Were you trying to stretch those words out so you could remember who it was? Is that what you're doing? No, I almost actually, thank you for calling me out, and I appreciate that. I do want to be honest. Uh, I almost said Daniel Listening, and I knew that was wrong. Mm. Yeah. But I was going to get there. It was right there. So, But I do appreciate no, it. I'm here. Thank you so much. Here to help. Remember mm-hmm. that time earlier we sang When You Walk Together? That was a moment. Man, that was, I don't think the people appreciated no. what happened. No, no. they did not. We no. weren't even looking at each other. No, 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 no. We just full When You Walk, same time. Man, I love that. Perfect. I love that. Uh, all right, guys, you ready to talk about uh, what's this program? Sign sealed, delivered. Of forever. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a movie? Uh, that's well, that's the, the, name the, that's the name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. Would you rather watch The Edge of Tomorrow with who's in that? Tom Cruise, yeah. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Or Edge of Tomorrow is a solid movie. Yeah. Yes. It's fun. In the theater, 3D. Oh, my gosh. It was great. It was great. What was the edge of the future? Forever. Forever. Yes. And then the edge of tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. Easy to get them confused. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, it originally aired on, uh, let's see here, when did it come out? Uh, uh, May 18th, 2015. Is that right? No. 2014? 2014. Right. 2014. How dare you try to rob me? You're trying to rob me, That's on me by saying the wrong year, you fibber. I'm a ribber. You're a fibber. <laughs> I eat ribs. You tell fibs. Rip is here to eat ribs. Brand's here to tell fibs. <laughs> you know what you can do to make up for not telling the right thing and saying a fib instead? You know what you can do, Brand? I need your <laughs> participation, you fibber plus. Does it have something to do with a daggum wet nap? Float me a wet nap. I just need a little bit of your time and one wet nap for mine. <laughs> How many ribs have you had today? 17 dozen. 
<laughs> Racks. <laughs> Holy oh. smokes. Sometimes I just lick the sauce off them. <laughs> nap, please. <laughs> nap me. Hit me with a nap. <laughs> Up top. Nap. That's not real. You just threw your <laughs> hand in the air. Uh, I don't have. You've got a nap. I, I you don't got backup have. naps. I know everybody's got backup <laughs> naps. I don't. I don't we, have, do backup. have backup naps. You tell me that cardigan came nap free. Ain't no way. Sorry, do your clothes come pre-installed with wet naps? Yours don't? No. Who's the loser? <laughs> You're just He's a big got trimmer. you there. He does. You're the big trimmer. <laughs> You're going to sit here with, with a straight face and tell me your cardigan don't have naps in them? No, they honestly do not That's have naps. from the pit I, of hell. I will... <laughs> I'll say this. You lie and do not the truth. Nap me. One time. Hey, you just go ahead and nap. nap. I don't nap. Give me a nap. nap. Man, he's getting upset. Quick nap. Can you nap him? Okay. <laughs> See? I knew you were lying. You put that there. No, no. I don't think I'm the weird one, Rippy, for... It's Rippy. <laughs> what did I say? Rippy. Okay. That's insulting. But you love Ribs. Do Why don't you just change your name? No, don't call me Ribby. It's insulting. Trace, I don't know what we... <laughs> or Rig, I guess you deal with this now. I don't want the person who buys the year... Don't put me in charge of something. Yeah, I understand. say, don't do it I understand. this way. I want in the contract... Ribby's right. You are a fiddle. Uh, I just don't want I the person... Have naps. I Stop. This is because you, you like cargo pants. I always, I always have that. I know you do. That's true. I know he you always do. Always does. Yeah. I know so you you're do. over here running your mouth like some big stink and don't have any naps over there. What I don't Rippy's want. Right. He's crying. What I. He's outside and he's crying. He's wh- crying. Why right is now. he crying? He he's, got the nap. He is stuck in his Fu Manchu. I, cry, he's crying. I don't you're want. Lying. I don't he's want. He's crying. You're lying. What I don't want, and I think we could all agree, is for the year guy on any given year to just have five minutes to heckle. I don't think that's what the year was meant to be. It's what his has turned into. If you'd pulled him a nap, it wouldn't happen. I'm just saying. I, I think I'm actually with Rig on this one. I just, I've heard both sides of the argument, and Rippy. Just float him a nap, man. Just float What's him a so nap, hard about dude? that? God. And what's weird is your cardigan didn't come with one. Yeah, it's weird. You weird. were just with me. No. That no, your clothes no. don't come with naps. So. You guys get your clothes with naps in them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every time. No doubt about it. It's weird that yours don't. I was trying to make you feel okay about it, but it's not okay. <laughs> it went like this. The episode kicks off with a family camping. Their kids are having fun. Their mom is making coffee. All of a sudden, the tent vanishes. We see the camera pivot. And we see that same mom looking at that campsite, looking all sad at the empty space the tent once sat. She uh, walks to a general store, and she asks an older lady named Maggie for help. Back at our favorite post office, Oliver and Shane bump into each other, and uh, there's all sorts of awkward tension. Shane is clearly still annoyed by Oliver calling off the dancing. Norman has a box uh, for their assignment today. There are envelopes inside of that. 
for Maggie. And on the back of it, it says that this has been sent on behalf of the deceased. Inside is an urn. Shane tries to use technology to figure out who it's meant to go to. Oliver tries to use a magnifying glass. Both are unsuccessful. Those crazy kids are always at odds. Uh, we find out that Rita is signing up for the Miss special delivery pageant. The text search, not helpful. But uh, so they have to do some more digging. Inside that box, there's two more letters for Maggie to deliver. And so they use those addresses to try to find out some more info about what's going on inside this box. Turns out that those two people are sisters. They show up to collect the urn and they automatically start arguing. Turns out, you know, they, uh, they're, the, uh, they're the sisters from the beginning. Uh, but they're no longer close. They were so close at the beginning. Not, 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 not anymore. Not anymore. Um, Oliver reads the letter out loud to them and it instructs those girls to go on one last scavenger hunt together that would lead them to this mysterious Maggie uh, with the ashes. Their mom's goal is that they would reconnect, reconcile, and be the sisters that they used to be. They figure out the first clue and it leads them to the woods to Maggie's store. And one of the sisters, when seeing the store figures remembers this place and she gets really upset and she just walks off into the woods the other sister goes out to find her that leaves oliver and shane to uh to buy themselves shane begins to google oliver's wife's name and discovers that she signed a three-year lease uh in paris and she tells oliver oliver gets very upset by this says you had no right to do this we might not even actually be friends it's very serious. The one of the girls shows back up and shares that they. Um, then the other girl follows behind her, and, it, and they find out that the last time that they were here, uh, it was nine eleven. Uh, they walked in and discovered that their dad, who was on the plane, uh, crashed into uh, the World Trade Center, and uh, that tragedy tore them apart. And um, they hash out what happened. Turns out that they both blamed themselves for their dad's death and thought that the other person blamed them as well. They clear it up, read the rest of the letter, head off to find the place that their mom wants them to scat, uh, to, to put her, uh, to, to put her ashes. And uh, what? I thought you said, find the place that their mom wants them to scat. That is in the letter. You guys missed that? Uh-oh, wow. Best part. Uh, it's a beautiful clearing. That has an amazing view of the mountains. Oliver does uh, what he does, shares the eye is on the sparrow. Mm, and I know. And that, my friends, was the edge, edge of Deliver. We did it. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back. We'll talk about this episode of television here on Deck the Hallmark. Yeah, I think we can do that. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah, for mm. sure. Absolutely. Welcome back to uh, Friday edition mm. of Deck the Hallmark. The good stuff, yep. as most call it. Uh, a solid <laughs> five plus minutes of rippy. <laughs> uh, once again, though, I stand behind. He was not there to do five minutes of heckling. You allowed it co- to continue by feigning a nap throw. That was that was dirty. That's dude. insulting. 
A guy's got, he's been eating ribs, he needs a wet nap, Mm -hmm. and you throw him a fake one? What if you needed a napkin after eating that preserved in your hand, and I was like, here's a napkin, just kidding, it's it's nothing. What would you do? Yeah. (laughs) Is he okay? He was out there crying. He was out there crying. I don't see him out there, but we'll check in maybe later, maybe next week. All right, good. In this totally apples to apples comparison... Yes, I would be upset if you handed me my good friend, business partner, handed me a fake napkin. Yes, I'd be upset. Okay. Well, maybe that'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> yeah, maybe huh? you should. No, teach, lesson, you should lesson learned. Let's talk about this episode of uh, Sign Seal Delivered. Uh, let's start with the hot take. Panda, what do you think, pal? Yeah, man. Like, uh, Sign Seal Delivered. It's just great. Am I right? It delivered. So good. It delivers. Oh, that's uh, what you're doing. Signs he'll deliver, delivered. Delivered. Yeah. Uh, he, here's where I'm at. This episode packs a punch. It's, uh, man, it got me in the fields. Did not see the 9-11 bit coming. I should have seen it. Didn't oh, see it coming. I didn't see it coming I didn't see it coming. Um, I, I, I think that the best part of any one of these episodes is when you have Oliver and Shane together on screen. It just, it's the best part of the show. Um, I, and so I live for those moments within the show when they are alone and it's just them having a uh, back and forth conversation. They are incredible. It's just so dynamic. Um, they just absolutely, what I like about this show is it doesn't cave to easy answers in their relationship. It doesn't, um, she looks up, the, the bit about his wife being uh running a lease and he fires back and he's angry about that like and in and that's in line with his character of what we know of him so far it is not out of the blue that he would fire back that way they are consistent with the characters uh, uh you i didn't mean to cut you off yeah. in the past you watch an episode of this and then watch an episode of when calls the heart it's unbearable where it is just a spin the wheel of what to do with a character uh, it is so infuriating. It, it is. It, this is why I actually save Science Still Deliver for last. I, I can't. I'll watch. I save it for last every week. Yeah, it's because, better than what we're watching otherwise, right? Yeah, now, absolutely. Sure. Even when thing. it's not great, it's better than what we're watching. Absolutely. Right. Wedding Veil, Wind Calls the Heart, get out of here. Yep. Not even close. Um, that said, I, I say all that to tell you this. This is still, to me, this was. This is, in fact, the least compelling story up to this point. I, I wasn't the, the least compelling. Wow. I. I um, and I'm Bro, not, are you serious? No, yeah, I think I, well, I no, the veteran ones is, is not as much for me. The story is still like heartbreaking. It's gut wrenching. Um, it was, it was big sads on top of big sads though. Um, with them and them, Shane and Oliver fighting. And then the big sads with nine 11, it was just a lot of big sads. And I think I, it was just maybe too much for my heart this week. Uh, just It was a lot. I just um, can't imagine a world where Grayson Holt building a house, even though the girl doesn't know him anymore, is more compelling than this. Oh, story. I forgot about that one. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, All that right. One's pretty bad. I retract that statement because I'm forgetting. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I forgot about okay. that one. Yeah, this I, is, this I appreciate is that because uh, I, that was going to be tough to handle there. No, no, no. I, I was sitting there thinking, no, the, the, the veteran one's not as good. And then I forgot about the Grayson Holt yeah. one. And then you love the nursing home witness protection one that I. Yeah, I, I like that one a lot. Um, but this is better than that one, too. Yeah. All right. So I guess this is like, what, the second best episode? <laughs> I don't remember. We're coming around. We're coming around. It, it's good. It was as good I, as last week. And no. I think no, that's I what think I'm that's, getting. I think that's <laughs> where yeah. I'm at. Like, yeah, last yeah, week yeah. was just so doggone good uh, that, I don't know. I, I guess that's it. Compared to last week, this episode's not as good, but that's, that's neither here nor there because it's still the best thing on television. Um, yeah, man, I don't I don't know what more you want from me. Science still delivered. Delivers.
<laughs> best thing on television. That's what you said. The best thing on television. I did not say that, did I? I feel like you might have. I said a lot. Stand I don't by. Remember. Yeah, you know what? Best thing any network. I'll just say this. I uh, didn't see it coming, first of all. Yep. No, at all. And you know what? Like, man, this is what I'm talking about, though, yo. Like, <laughs> let me rap with you real quick. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Let me down on your Sometimes level. when I get passionate, I throw, I, I throw in a yo every once in a while. I, uh, you, we are, this is episode six of this program, and it takes guts to do a mm. 9-11 storyline. Yeah. Old. And I feel like they did it pretty good. I feel like they did it pretty good. I uh I can um, I I felt that both like both of those girls I can see that. I can see that being a, a I can see this being how these two yes. people would carry this trauma. And so good good on them. Good on the people that mm-hmm. that wrote this episode, put it in place. Because uh, that's tough. That, I'm sure that was a tough thing to just be like, yeah, we're going to do a 9-11 storyline. So wa- that was wild. Uh, yeah, it's not like last week was just, the, mm. it's going to be tough to top that. So it's not there. But it was really great. Really great. Didn't see it coming. And all, uh, I find myself every episode with Oliver just being like, all right. I, the, the way that Oliver is... And the way that his speeches work shouldn't, mm. they shouldn't be in the same world. But his speeches, or at the end of this, when he's, when he's doing the, the poem, the song, was, it's just so good. It's so good. And I don't like it, it the way that his character is, the rest of the, the series, it's like, you know, he's got his quirks and stuff, but his, like, the earnestness, it still all just works. Just phenomenal. <laughs> Just phenomenal. Dan? Uh, yeah, I found, found myself, for the most part, really enjoying this episode. Mm. Um, I think it's the second best. It's one. happening! I, I, I got to be honest. The, the Norman Rita stuff is still a mess to me. Um, it doesn't work really at all. Um, and the thing that I'm worried about is that it, it's becoming more and more evidence that the story of the letter is going to tie in to something that our characters need to learn themselves every week. And that is a very dangerous gambit because sometimes you're going to pigeonhole something that doesn't feel authentic. Um, So I'm a little concerned that this is where we're heading. Having said that, um, it's as beautiful and... um, with as much integrity as you could do a 9-11 storyline for a show about the dead letter office. I, I, if you had told me they're going to tackle 9-11, that I would was say, bold. I'd have sounded the alarm real quick and said, don't do that under any circumstances. But for as much just complete tone-deaf obtuseness they used with the troops, they crushed it with 9-11. Um, I didn't see it coming. It was subtle. It was it was uh, very alive and and meaningful, and it showcased an aspect of nine eleven that I think we all forget, which is, you know, in the in the aftermath of nine eleven, those few days after it, how kind people were to strangers, mm-hmm. um, and so you buy this woman, Abby or whatever her name is Maggie, Maggie, that's it, it's something it being uh, just kind to a stranger and. 
that is a, a wonderful memory to have for you, like pe uh, us people our age who were remember 9-11 um, and, and may have lost someone or knew someone who lost someone. And so that was very impressive. And then uh, the Oliver, look, guys, the eye, his eye is on the sparrow. Oh, I, my God. I just don't know, you know, I'll save some of it for my feels. This does not reach the heights of what they do with Billy Joel and how well they do it. But oh my for goodness. him to Oof. to pull that out, Eric Babius is just I I, I can't explain. I, I want to interview the guy because I saw him in two Christmas movies and basically thought he phoned it in. This guy is doing more than he ever has to, and it's all subtly in character and really well. And then Kristen Booth is playing so well off of him, and and, and what they do together is so very special. And and, and so yeah. I, I'm here to watch those two characters and do whatever journey that, that the show takes them on. And if they can continue to be the center of attention and we we don't get in the habit of shoehorning a lesson to be learned through the letter every week and make it obvious, like if it works, like this lesson about hope, like a mom hoping that her uh, daughters could one day be together and uh, Oliver learning what hope looks like in its real form versus the hope he has of his wife returning. Like that, that worked for me, but I'm worried that as the show goes on and the movies go on, you can't sustain that. You're going to, you're going to at some point shoehorn lessons and it becomes teaching a lesson. Then I'm out, but I will at this point, And I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. It's the best thing that I've seen on Hallmark. And I'm going to agree with you now at this point, it's the best thing I've seen on Hallmark. And I will say this, I've never ever been invested in a character on Hallmark and I'm invested in these two characters. Yeah. Um, those two characters are worth worth watching every week. And at this point, I can't believe I'm saying this either because I'm still knit on uh, Rita and Norman, and I'm still like every week just hoping the show is good and not bad because we still got more bad than good. At this week, I would probably finish the season regardless yep. if we weren't doing the show. Mm. And and I think that is as high wow. a praise as I can give it. Yep, right now. that's great. Not a postable. I've seen six, four of them, mad, two of them, yes, but. I would finish it out because the last two strong, right my now friends. You're, right now you're a Poe. Strong. You're mm -hmm. a Poe. Strong. So, uh, you're a Poe. You're on your way. I'm on my way. You're on yep. your way to Stable. Or, or Zer. Poser. Could be Poser. <laughs> Could be just no. Postable no or Poser. Everybody walking a Postable or Poser. <laughs> got a couple people here today. You got to decide who they are. Welcome, Tim. I love the post office. <laughs> and welcome. I love it, I promise. And Don't ask me. I love it. All right. Welcome to today's contestant who has to guess postable or poser. <laughs> I love the post office. Tina. Tina. Tina, welcome. Hi. Tina, postable or poser? Tina, oh. before you answer, you need to listen very carefully. Look at my eyes. I love the post office. I love it. He says he loves it. I think that could be he's a postable. He's a poser. Surprise, Tina. <laughs> the post office can kick rocks. I've never been so disheartened Fooled in my you again. life. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that uh, crushes. That's that a good is, show. Man, I can't wait to hear that again in the best of. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be there. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> fooled you again. Fooled you again. <laughs> Which I have time. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have the time uh, no, or the did. energy for that. <laughs> um, for crying oh, man, I tell you. Uh, just check your pocket. Um, <laughs> Let's do this, the feels. Okay. 
Pana, what you got? Dude, the last scene. Uh, I mean, he's sitting there. Uh, I, he's a man of faith. They establish he's a man of faith. And then you could see in his eyes just him reconciling the fact that he's losing his wife. Like, is he, he's losing his world at that Dude. point. And he's mourning that. And you could see... You know, they've lost their mom in this this horrible thing. They're reconciling. And now he's reconciling too, but to a, a, his own reality. I don't want to overread into this, but well, that last part where he sits there and he goes, and I know he's watching me. It, it, well, this, I, it's this, just powerful, and man. And the thing is this, and this is me being probably unnecessarily critical, but like they don't trust, it's Hallmark. And yep. so they don't trust the viewer to get there. They have him actually find a bird earlier in the episode and probably the worst Shane and Oliver related scene yep. where he finds a bird and she doesn't care um, to really hammer the point home. But that, what they do in this episode is subtle for the rest of Hallmark. Yes. Right? Like it's still like, man, we don't need this help. We can do this on our own. We can put the pieces together. But for Hallmark, that is subtle and incredibly well done. Yep. And, and and maybe it's really crushing. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! He just it is. And for so my my feels is the same thing. Is it yours too? Yeah. Okay, uh, but but like for me, the word hope. When he says that word hope while quoting, he quivers a little bit, and it's it's perfect. Yeah, like it's just it's just a perfect delivery. I, I don't know how many takes he got. If he did that on the first take, God bless him. It's perfect. Yep. Put on a clinic. He's put on a clinic out there. That's what he's doing. That's right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Untitled. I think we can do that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, we've done that a couple times this week, and I don't. Uh, we don't need to get into what it is, but I, well, I do think, I think we can we do can that. Do I think we can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Weight Watch. Panda. Like, there's really not one. My biggest, I, I think it's not even a wait what. I'm, I'm just still kind of processing through this idea that it's just the mom leaving so much here to a woman that essentially they were invested in for two to three days, even in a traumatic moment like that. That's a big ask for somebody you have not seen for a fair amount of time. Um, and you are you are asking your daughters who went through the most traumatic moment of their life. And I get that it's part of the reconciliation thing. Well, but she wants to, them to recreate. Sure. To fulfill her promise. I get that. It's fine. I, that's not the issue. It's asking them to remember that they were young girls at a time. They have a far better memory, even down to the name of the lady. They're, they're what, eight, nine years old at that time. That's a big ask. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not. Oh, I love that. I, I, I'm not saying it, it It just seems more improbable than anything else. I mean, I, I get that there's a level of belief you have to buy into on any of this. The but clue was pretty impressive. Like, for the, if they didn't have Norman's Book of Rivers, they'd have never found they it. They will never found they'd it. And never that's, found it, there's just, to me, this yeah. one was stretching it a little bit for that. But, I mean, that's my biggest nitpick on this entire, this episode. And even then, if you could just buy that initially, the rest of this episode's, to me... As 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 good as always, it's like last week. Almost nothing to pick apart. It's a phenomenal episode of television, and yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's probably a good thing we do have Rippy. I don't think uh, the Weight Watts are going to... Uh, I got a bunch. Uh, you do? Okay. Yeah. My biggest one is, it's just a bold decision to, in the same episode where you tackled 9-11, also have... A Miss Special Delivery pageant storyline. Yeah, yeah. It's just 
quite the contrast. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I don't know. Is that That's stuff working for you guys? Yeah, I mean, be honest. Yeah, yeah it, it does for me, mainly because... If it is, it's fine. It's I'm such not- a contrast that it, it, it... Like, does it work next to the gravitas of what they're trying to accomplish on the other end of it? No, but that contrast also provides, like, relief because I know exactly what I'm getting into. And I do think... I, they build enough goodwill and trust with me that I know that there's going to be some payoff here. I think I, I, I think sorry. they are working for me. The okay. way that they're doing it isn't working for me. That's if what that I'm makes asking. sense. Are Rita and Norman working. For I me? I like the two of them As and a I six episode arc so far. But I don't like I don't like any of the stuff they're doing. Yeah. Me. Like I don't like I didn't like the book thing. This uh, I just want them to just be them. Yeah. It, yeah. I it, I think they like in the first episode. You could tell that she liked him and he had no idea and we didn't need anything like mm-hmm. silly like this. So I don't want, just because they are quirky characters, I don't need a silly storyline to get them to fall in love. Mm-hmm. Right. Like exactly. they can just be. Yes. Yeah, they so. can quirk it up. Yeah, and I think that they are not doing uh, enough to develop those characters. They're compelling enough characters without the goofiness. But I also like, I like the goofiness just because it provides a relief and a sort of break from the heaviness of the other side of it. Uh, Dan? Um, so, uh, first of all, what's with the first seven minutes of this episode having weird, wacky comic music in it? Like, it's got this... It's the Miss Special Delivery Passion. I but don't it's know not, it's, it's It's Shane and Oliver. I mean, it sounds like They're up to no we're good, at like a weird intermission at a circus. And then we go 9-11. And I yeah. just found that weird. Uh, another thing that I can't believe that went completely unnoticed i think by everyone so far is oliver is holding the urn very solemnly and the camera pans down on him and the screen transitions into someone else holding the urn and we think that we've changed scenes it's just norman next to him who's now holding the urn oh wow! and then they consider they continue the conversation like nothing happened yeah, that's Norman for you, though. That's weird. He can do something. That's stuff. weird. Like, yep. they, they pan down, earn, they pan back up. Norman is now holding it. The conversation's still going. Everyone's still wearing the same clothes. Nothing changed. Mm. We couldn't be like, here, you want to turn? Like, we just went mm. straight to that. Um, I do find it a little weird that the dead letter office is all about being with these two girls for every step of the way. They're at the the meet and greet. They're reading the letters. They yeah. drive out to the mountains with them. And then one girl is like, I'm walking off in the woods. And they're like, all right, see, it's, really see not our, it's not our business. It's not our business if you go in the woods. I mean, we have followed you on this entire journey and gotten very personal with you about how you and your sister fell apart after your mom died of what I believe is cancer. But you go off in the woods by yourself, by all means. That, I, I I couldn't really make heads or tails of that specifically. Um, do, is the mailbox grill that they show in this episode, it is clearly the same setting and restaurant from where the all-you-can-eat salad bar happens. But that's at the, that's at the, okay. the mailbox grill. But yep. earlier when they do the all-you-can-eat salad, they say, where do you guys want to go to eat? Ooh, let's go to this place because it has all-you-can-eat salad. And I believe they give a different name. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they only eat there. They only eat there because it's a, is it a, is it a post office like restaurant? Yes. Hangout? Yes. Is what it is? Yeah. All right. Very good. And then lastly, Norman can tell that the sender of the letter is female because of the light touch handwriting. Yeah. I don't think that's very fair. 
he can't say with certainty that a female sent this just because the handwriting looks Norman, like. If he's a handwriting expert, he could. No, no. You cannot look at something and be like, that has to be female. You haven't met Norman. I, I know enough about everything else to say that's impossible. Oh, no. Why don't we call a handwriting expert? Okay, let's call one. Hello? And then they're, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Hey. No, you're yeah. not an expert of anything. Uh, What's is, your that, name? is that Jerry Scribbs? Yes, Jerry Scribbs. <laughs> hey, guys. Yes. Jerry, are so you, uh, let me talk. You can let me talk. The, you can choose the gender. Let me talk of an individual. Let me talk based upon handwriting. Float me a nap. <laughs> oh boy, float him a nap. Jerry Scribbs says. I said what I said, but yes, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rippy, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all are. Man, this is wild. Love Jerry Scribbs. Um. All right. Let's, uh, is it mail, mail Carrier of the Week? Yeah, Mail Carrier of the Week. Man, what a week we have mm-hmm. for you all today. Yeah. Iowa. Oh, man. Mm. Boise. Boise, Iowa? We doing Denny? Mm. We doing Denny? Yeah! It's Denny time, baby. Mm. Tell us about him. Denny Zorba? Yeah, Denny Zorba. Denny Zorba's been a postal worker for 39 years. Wow. 39 years. Yep. Postal number 6685-6685. Yep. He doubles it up. That's, 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 that's such a Zorba move. Uh, Penny did a deep dive. Tell us about mm-hmm. uh, Denny. What makes him special? Well, let me tell you. He plays the cello the entire time while he's at work while also doing the mail. Now, he has they, he's moved around. Does he a, have three hands? Wow. Well, no. He's playing the cello, and then in between, he just he plays just a, a couple lines. He goes, brum, 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 and then... Moves the mail around, no, then I, he goes back. Brum, what do you mean? Brum, I mean, Denny's been doing this 39 years, so I don't want to question No, you him, wouldn't question. But... This doesn't sound very efficient. For Boise, Idaho, how many letters oh, or parcels a, a, does he get through a, a ton. day? A ton. And so, listen, is he the, this is when you ask, you ask his supervisors, they'll say, is he the most productive male person at, at, uh, in Iowa? And they would say, absolutely not. They would say he is not very productive at all. So what's the all. upside then? Uh, but, uh, try, try to find a more jovial individual who just brings joy to all of his coworkers <laughs> as he's, he's out there with the, the, the big cello. Big Cello. Big Cello. In fact, they call him Big Chelly. They call him Big Chelly? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Fantastic. Denny Zorbs, we made Big it. Big Chelly here. Denny, you're on the line? Hold on a second. Jung Jung. Hello? Well, uh, you've been Hold doing on this a second. for 39 years. Yes. Do you play the same two notes? Yeah. Hold on a second. Jung <laughs> Jung. Yeah, Jung Jung. I don't think you're playing the cello. Hold on game. a second. <laughs> what happened with that closer one? to the law and order call sign. What was that? Dun, dun. Oh. Hold on a second. <laughs> Denny, is this a prank call? No. Hold on a second. I mean, this person has to be 70, right? So, the, the 60? 60? Dun. Well, it, hold on a second. <laughs> We'll be back next week with more. Until then, we'll be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com.